Shall we talk about the movie? Make a decision. Come on, what are we doing? We are going to talk about the movie from 1996 starring Kurt Russell, Seagal and Halle Berry. Seagal, starring Seagal. Yeah, because when I put this on <laughs> to watch, I was like, great, a Seagal movie, because I don't think I've seen many. Probably only seen one other that I can think of. Steven Seagal? Yeah, so it's like, oh, cool, another really? Seagal movie. You, you've great. seen the Erica Eleni Under Siege. Yeah, Under Siege. Uh, Under Siege the only other one. I've seen Under Siege. And there's like that Hard to Kill. And, he, is, it, is that it? Yeah. Those ones. He did one with Kelly Brook. Was it that one where he plays the they, yeah. they patient all... that never wakes up? But this one, he's, he's a kick-ass commando or something. Yeah, so he? I was really excited about that. So much so that I tweeted about it and someone came in and spoiled that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that he doesn't it. make it very no. far into the movie. Having so, said that, I still expected to see him again afterwards. I somehow. thought he was going to be like the guy who you didn't see on the plane. I thought yeah, he was yeah. going to yeah. somehow come back with I that. also got initially confused. It was the Harrison Ford one. Right. Uh, it's Air Force Air Force One, Air Force one, one as well, yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. Stupidity rules. So this was a massive hit in 1996. Uh, it? Well, it, yes, it I guess. It could have been that massive because I'd never heard of it. I'd never seen any, like, clips of it. And I recognised, like, almost all the actors in it, but it totally, totally passed me by. I didn't yeah, know same. anything about it. I think the Euros were on. Probably. It's got Halle Berry, Hercule Poirot. Halle Berry? Halle Berry, Hercule Poirot, David, uh, the French people I do not know. David Suchet. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him in any role other than... I was going to say, you, you remember him from Poirot, Poirot and... Where? And Poirot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this movie, it opens with Kurt Russell having some flying lessons. In a little Cessnery thing. Little is that, no, doesn't it open or is with the... Or is it the... the, 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 the he attempted siege first with... Um, your man, because it comes up with like yes, huge amounts of first. like print, yeah, vidi printer type stuff, like yeah, yeah. saying exactly. Because I remember it was like zeroing in on Trieste, and I was thinking <laughs> in a minute they're going to say where Trieste is because no one in America Europe. will ever have heard of like <laughs> Trieste. And then it was like Trieste, Italy, and then it was like the guy's shoe size, absolutely everything, what he had for lunch, everything. Just and I thought, are they going to continue with this all the way through the film? And they didn't. Well, they had John Leguizamo in camouflage, and no one else was. That was the other bit as well, which was quite odd. Uh, yeah, John Le- we had quite a bit of John Lugazamo this week, but in this, Let's, can we? Because we're gonna, I'm gonna have to say his name. Leguizamo, legum, Leguizamo, John Bean. I just say Leguizamo, <laughs> Leguizamo. Yeah, Leguizamo. 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 The Leguizamos. Yeah, the, the Leguizamos. Okay, right. Yeah, he's one of what are they? Marines or just yeah. a black ops team yeah, of black some kind? Team. Yeah, they. they it's just a bomb or a chemical weapon. I can't. They're, they're yeah. trying to find the chemical, the the KS. Oh, it's the actual the, stuff the, that goes in the rest, right? So they're they're trying to get that, but they're too late. It's already gone. Yeah, they, yeah. they believe they've been given intelligence that the Chechen mafia, yeah. that well-known mafia, yeah, um, have it's KZ something or other, and the KZ and the Sunshine Band. They, <laughs> no, it's it's DZ five. Yeah, I was close, uh, and I said Z. <laughs> Yeah. Zed. Yeah, DZ. It is, it is. So they've been given intelligence that it is there. They've gone, they've they've killed absolutely everybody that's there. At one point they just burst into a room and just spray yeah. everything. It could have been hostages <laughs> and all sorts in there. They're just a couple of people sat on a sofa around a chimney. Yeah. And and Seagal just walks in and annihilates everyone. If you notice there's minimal speech from Seagal throughout, he's just walking with his gun up, pushing through people. Yeah. Well th- th- this is one of those films, and I, I kind of think of airplane where when you've got the 
the plane going through the clouds like Jaws or something. And this is one of those films right from the beginning. You can pick holes in everything, but they just say, look, this doesn't matter. This just happened. <laughs> yeah. So just let go a lot of the it. rest of the shit yeah. go. You're on this train now. Absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. and that's fine. You know yeah, where you are from uh, the beginning. It, oh, that was like that sort of era, like late, late 80s to sort of, you know, mid 90s. There were loads and loads of these types of films. And yeah. yeah you, you had to suspend your disbelief. And Steven Seagal's like ponytail was in quite a few of them as well yeah but no no ponytail in this film and pre-massive weight gain and the belief that he was a re-emerged ghost of the inuit people of (laughs) somewhere he is a unit who can fight you know you can see that he's he's... just ask his (laughs) ex-wife have you heard the story about seagal in that he is a bet is he? So a lot of Hollywood producers, after they saw the success of Schwarzenegger, said, "We can get anybody and make them massive. Let's oh, really? get let's get a stuntman." And the and this is the the tale that's told. I think it came out of a Bruce Willis interview that Seagal is the result of that bet. No way. Well, okay. So he was just basically. I guess it was pretty because you think of that of that era. Mm. Schwarzenegger, Stallone, like Van Damme was obviously martial arts. Like yeah. trading places, you can just imagine those two in the toilets <laughs> handing yeah. out my. Oh, 50p bet will ruin this guy's life. Yeah. We'll make it brilliant. Anyway, then we have the... They don't find the, the chemicals no, that's gone, gone. And then we have the plane scene. Yeah, then we cut... I remember thinking, this will be handy later on if he ever yeah, has to I was fly thinking, mm, I wonder if this will pay off at some point <laughs> in the future. It also reminded me of... Was it the Krypton Factor where they had a flight simulator? <laughs> bit? Yeah. Sort of yeah. a bit like that. So he's not great at piloting and it's a small, like, twin prop kind of thing that he's... On a little airfield. I've written flying lessons in brackets, presumably handy for plot. Yeah. And it turns out that Kurt Russell is some kind of advisor to... I never really understood. He seems to be consultant an expert or, in, yeah. in sort of like extremist Because they cut to terrorist uh, the people. war room of, you know, we need to get this stuff. And has there been the, the hotel... Bomb. Not yet. You, you're introduced to Kurt Russell first, I think, and then you get the hotel bombing. There's a bit going on. They're, they're basically, we find the terrorists have started to to start terrorising, really, haven't they? We've had a bomb go off um, and they all get together in the war room and start planning out yeah. the, the cause is and the solutions, how they're going to fix it. Before this, there's a bizarre flashback scene, like in black and white, where you f- you first see Kurt Russell in his like day job, mm. and then it there's this flashback scene of uh, a guy being abducted from I think his daughter's wedding. Yes, right. The which, Poirot, which, David Suchet kind of it's it's one of his compatriots yeah. who's been abducted or, or, right, or just yeah. captured by by the US yeah. or whatever, and obviously that he's he's key to the plot. But in that flashback, the vicar. Has a fucking like the vicar starts spraying like a massive like or, like semi-automatic machine gun. So he was obviously in on it. Yeah, uh, in that that flashback actually sets up the terrorist reason for, yeah. for yeah. terrorizing or, or the 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 believed to be t- reason for the exactly. For the so terrorist so one attack. of yeah. their one of their gang is in prison. Well, it's the leader then, El Said Jafar. Yeah, not oh, to be confused it. with Jafar. Jafar from. Yeah. From, from, getting, from getting Aladdin, yeah. yeah, and yeah, he's he's busted out, and now the Americans have him, and he becomes a bargaining token, really, for yeah. them to. Now we get to a point where this is where my memory is hazy. There's two points here. There's obviously the the main plot point, which is on the plane, 
But there is also, it might be just prior to this, you see one of the members of the gang walk into a London, it goes, for all the viewers out there, it does that stupid teleprinting of London. Yeah. And a red bus, a obligatory yeah. red bus <laughs> drives past. And they walk into a hotel, restaurant area, and he stands there, says something like, in, he says something Islamic fundamentalist. Jafar, uh, yeah. It says Jafar. And then he detonates. Boom. I think it's to show... Uh, that that was to show how serious these terrorists yeah, are, are. That like we've just blown up all these people in this restaurant. Now we're on a plane. Mm. If you don't do what we want, which is get Jafar out, then we're going to take mm. this plane down. So sort your lives out. So we're pretty much like that's it. It's all set. The scene is set. And at that point, I'm thinking, how the fuck are they going to get on this plane? Indeed, Peter. We're yeah. all thinking, how the fuck is that going to happen? But it turns Luckily, out, it turns yeah. out that Oliver Platt, who we saw in Chef many, many episodes Relation ago. Relation to David. Yes, it's David's half-brother. And Gail um, from Coronation Street. He, <laughs> he has this technology that enables them to move from one plane to another in a covert way through this sort of tunnel that attaches to, like an umbilical thing that attaches to... A yeah. sleeve. Yes. Um, to the underside of the... With, undetected. Yeah, because that plane is a real plane, isn't it? Not, not with the... the, the yeah, the it's, a stealth stealth bomber. it's a Remora F-117. Oh, that's the, it's the 17. Yeah, I remember it's they had to bother a, with the 16. It's a replacement for the SR-71 Lockheed Blackbird. It's not as fast, but it's a stealth bomber. But thank, they they added you, the Howard. they added the umbilical thing for the movie. You could have bought if you'd really cared enough. You could have bought the the prop from from this film. It went up for auction on. Uh, it was an auction called the Hollywood Extravaganza Famous Movie Props and Costumes held in 2016. The selling price was not disclosed, but yeah, it was oh. available for sale. I got all excited then, knowing how mm. much I I wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. Hundreds of thousands. Oh, yeah. Probably not. Is it, is it too early? And I don't want to jump ahead just yet. Let, in fact, no, no. Let, let's, let's wait for the bit and then I mean, it's, then this I'll isn't Citizen Kane. You can, don't worry, you can go ahead. <laughs> There's an air marshal who hides all his shit because he's... So it, it's also worth saying, just before you say any more, because it goes back to this piece, how Kurt Russell actually gets... Because he's a suit. He's in a tuxedo. He's just been taken from uh, a do about to chat up a girl and take her to a hockey game. He's whisked off to this war room where Seagal is there with a load of others and they rope him into doing it, saying that they need his expertise. Well, they, they lock horns, don't and they? He's just stitching him up, Seagal, isn't yeah. he? He's just like, you don't really need to come, but I'm going to make your fucking life So, <laughs> So the reason, so you, there's a frosty exchange yeah. in the corridor and mm. it's because Kurt Russell was the guy that gave the intel to Seagal and his team about the... Yeah. The, the, the failed mission. Yeah. So out of spite, Seagal <laughs> then suggests, oh, you should come along on this like completely ludicrous suicide mission. <laughs> <laughs> which I have, which I have, I'm sure that sort of level of pettiness goes on all I, the time. I have a problem with Kurt Russell trying to do a semi-serious role because I expect him to rip the sleeves off his shirt and claim he's on the Pork Chop Express looking for Mao Ying. I can't deal with him being in any form of slightly serious role. Yeah, so you're right, Dan. It, it ends up being this, like, you know, Seagal's crack team because he's the one that recommends Oliver Platt's character and the technology he has and says there is a way because the, the two options they're presented with are, you know, try let the plane land and then we'll have more options or 
as they think this is going to be a terrorist attack, mm. they're just going to turn the plane into a, a bomb and smash into Washington. So we need to shoot this down out of the sky. They're the only two options. Well, they they kind of unearthed that a little bit later, don't they? When they realise there's a massive bomb with all this D Z five five or, yeah. or whatever it is on it. At first, they do think they can extract yeah but it's russell that says they're not gonna it's a red herring they're gonna turn this into a bomb i know about this guy yeah means revenge exactly exactly so (laughs) that this is only going to go one or two ways how segal chirps uh chirps up with the possibility of being able to somehow get on on board the plane through this technology with the tunnel and save the day and what? makes Kurt so, so we're probably 45 minutes in now we've seen some outlandish shooting some some line shot from the hip as well we've seen a, we've seen a vicar with an uzi <laughs> we've we've not really seen anybody but white middle-aged men making all the decisions and everything apart we've, from john legs and arms though yeah and and cappy as well and and, and cappy who, who hasn't of the squad. come into it uh, well, quite yet well he has he was at the beginning when and we've seen and we've seen Halle, Halle Berre eat the manifesto that says who the hell um, yeah. is on well, that plane. Up into there. And I, I must confess, it's probably been 25 years since I've seen this movie. <laughs> you know, 20 years or something. I was loving this. Again, <laughs> on Saturday night, I was sat back. Easy watch. I was, yeah, it was a right, really nice, easy watch. It was an action movie. Loads going on. I had Seagal. I, I had Kurt Russell, Halle Berry. There's a plane. They're docking. There's sleeves. They're docking. There's all kinds of stuff going on. I, I was really enjoying it. So, Dan, it. What, what you just did there is, is said this film only had like white people in it. And I was loving it. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. Is and it, then, because uh, of that reason. Well, no. In spite of that. I know you're a West Ham fan and that is a common trait, but... Well, they, the, the stealth bomber comes up. And that that the, the the joining point is basically a flashlight. So it's a giant <laughs> flashlight that joins the stealth bomber right. to the seven four seven. So you see shots of like the pilot and then all the guys like sat facing each other like yeah. they're you know like they're yeah. on a couple of benches, right? Where the fuck does that massive tunnel come from? <laughs> there is no it's way. It's just a thing. It's just like you know. You know, like, like people's vans, their VW vans that have that thing on the top. Pop out. Yeah, it's like that. Are you talking about the tunnel in the, the tunnel in tunnel above love. the cockpit yeah. where they we're drilling holes in? Anyway, they go through that. They do get <laughs> no. that attached. Yes. No, the tunnel that attaches the the, the stealth bomber to the. I'm calling the, it the umbilical. Uh, the yes. oh, it the sleeve. The umbe- it's called yeah. a sleeve. Okay, <laughs> but but when you look at it, it's 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 as it's stealth. It's fucking it massive. It's massive, and that, it would have come it, from within the. the, the is this the bit that is, is too much for you? <laughs> it was <laughs> yes. <laughs> the I, giant ship's foreskin that, that basically loads of beluga Kojak's whales were Rolnick. skinned, yeah. and they were formed into this giant foreskin that through air pumps sucks onto the roof. They drill a hole. They go through. Uh, Not, a, they don't all make it through. They don't all make it through. Correct. What happens? That There's bloke. some turbulence, mm. and yeah. so they are going to Dis- lose pressure or something. They're dislodged, yeah. and it's going to it's going to come free. And so Kurt Russell just manages to get through, and he's trying to help Segal to make it through. And disappointed because I already knew he was going to die. He sacrificed himself by closing the hatch just in time, and he fucking flies off into the <laughs> <Yeah>. unbelievable. <laughs> although, you see the body. although that like so, Cappy by this time has already been fucking like knocked out and has an injury, and yeah. he's like. And about ten times, people are shouting, "Get like 
Get in, get in. We've got a closer hatch. Get in. Yeah. The pilots saying it. Every the people in the plane are saying it. And every and Kurt <laughs> Russell and Steven Seagal just keep exchanging like smouldering glances, doing well, nothing. There's yeah. a bit. There's a bit of history around this because this was this was around the time when all the accusations of wife beating were emerging about Seagal. Right. And Kurt Russell had top billing on this movie, and he didn't want to work with him, so. He wasn't supposed to die, but this is the way they got rid of him. And he had never died. Maybe he'd died once before, or maybe it was after this. I don't know. But he's only ever died by his own hand in a film. (laughs) So that was the combo. Okay, you can kill me off, but it has to be my choice to die. So he kills himself. Wow. And John Leguizamo's part was expanded in the movie to... Oh, replace for the lack yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's oh, why that's dragged yeah, out. Bit, that, it, it did seem a little bit weird that uh, it was. He, it came as a massive shock. Well, if it, I hadn't known, I would have been flabbergasted yeah. that Segal had been off so early in the movie. Well, he, he was dropped from some of the posters as well. I noticed. Yeah, they only put it in in countries where they're okay with wife being. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, Brit, so Britain, Britain America, was out. Amazingly, but America France, was in. Germany, all the main countries are in. <laughs> all around the, the Bolin Stadium. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the bowling stadium. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay. cool. Uh, so yeah, that that's why that is a bit weird. Yeah, hey, it wasn't originally meant that to go down like it that. A lot. Yeah. So big spoiler for anyone who's not seen this film, and I hadn't. He, it was I was flabbergasted. Yeah. But Steven Seagal, who you'd imagine at that, I thought that this was going to be a big like Kurt Russell, Steven yeah, Seagal yeah. like cock off. Well, like, the I still film. thought he might make an appearance I, later I on he in would the sneaky film. parachute. Yeah, hang glider or something. Because yeah. he, he catches like the edge of the plane, and he's just fucking holding <laughs> he's on. Been there. He's fucking just like Tom yeah, Cruise. I reckon been, if yeah. that was Mission Impossible, Cruise would be holding on to the landing gear or something. But he know. does that in yeah. Ghost Protocol, I think. Yes, he yeah. does on, on takeoff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. But they are now. We have now got the Black Ops team and Kurt Russell aboard, uh, uh, ready uh, to save the, the day. Although uh, the guys in the war room. They don't know. They don't yeah, know. They, they, don't, they haven't they got just good know intel. That the the stealth bomber is is that's gone. gone, isn't it? Yeah, it's gone. The, the pilot ejects, but the yeah, comms they, comms are down. They don't know yeah. anything. They are they're dark. From, from yeah, they they are dark. So from this part, it is really drawn out. The whole kind of yeah. how they're gonna you know. There's a lot. It's about it's 15 like minutes. They, they, For they fuck's definitely, sake, Pete. Pappy's broke his back. <laughs> Cappy has broken his well, back. Well, you know, was Cappy, he Pappy. Charles Dyson from? Terminator, Terminator 2, two yeah. Yeah. yes he he always yes. in everything I see he him always in, he's always dying yeah. or or dead he does or, it yeah. well he does he, that well yeah, he's great at, there's yeah. a lot of stuff where Halle Berry is trying to intervene and gets caught and would have been executed without doubt the first time <laughs> and gets away with it every single time yeah. she is, by the main man she as well. is really hot though yeah, it's Poirot is the ringleader, the main man on board, and he catches her like with the manifest, sneaking around like on the phone, the phone, and he like he would have just executed her. Like, there's no fucking. Yeah, there's way. one bit where she like goes down, and, like this bird drops the pills, and the guy next to her, who's a red herring, yeah. like drops something as well, and another guy comes out, it's like, yeah. "What are you doing?" Yeah. Like she, three or four times, yeah. she's definitely given them cause to just off her. <laughs> yeah. But there's loads going on in this movie. You've got loads of little other kind of actors talk. You know, the the senator, um, a little sort of subplot in there where there's a senator on board and is he going to... And little red herrings, little Mm. um, plots. An air marshal's on there with a gun. You see him tuck that away. You think, well, he's coming into play later. The senator's coming. And they set up a lot of little plots that... 
you're not sure when they're going to come. Well, they're trying to they're trying to disarm the bomb. And there's a timer. So they've got two yeah. timers. They've got the timer for the bomb that's going to go off at any moment or if there's a sleeper on board. And there's also a race to American airspace, which as soon as they cross that, then they know yeah. they're likely to be shot down. I mean, that, that bomb well. gets thrown around pretty oh, heavy. Like, that's pretty resilient, that bomb. <laughs> You've got it, it was almost like somebody said... They, they they sort of like finished they they did the sort of like the final sort of cut of it all and then they were like oh shit we like we need to stick another 45 minutes on this so they draw out loads of scenes the bit where like John Legumzo as as he like pulls himself like down the length of the plane and like puts the little like spy camera in and listens and looks and yeah. he's like oh, oh I don't recognize toilets. anyone and then he pulls and then he pulls himself all the way back and then he gets Kurt Russell up. he's like you better have a look mate and then he pulls himself all the way along like take your shoes off like please then he has a look and goes oh yeah like none of them are the main guy and then he pulls himself all the way along. I'm like fucking hell like they they you could have like made that whole section like the, instead they just put a little bit of music on top of it and you're just Biting your nose, going, oh, is it going again? Yeah, I know. You're thinking because he specifically references you don't want to put your foot down there because you'll go through. I know what's going to happen, but it doesn't. Another red herring. Wow. We're moving through now as they're getting closer and closer to American airspace. They decide, look, if we can disarm the bomb, then that's going to be a big hassle. So, so Cap and John Leggy Arms start this, you know. What do you call it? Putting a, a bomb out, defusing, defusing. Uh, it's it's not it's not John. It's it's Oliver Platt's character. I can't remember what he's called. I can tell you, Dennis Cahill. Cahill, okay. Cahill, Cahill and Cappy. But at one point, <laughs> Cappy <laughs> like just dies, and like Cahill thinks he's dead, but actually he's just passed out because he's had too much morphine. But you know, you just go and check the fucker's pulse, surely. He's, he's, he's like, oh, we've got, we've lost him. He's gone. He's just, <laughs> yeah, he's, to he's, be fair, Cahill's struggling a little bit just with the whole situation, yeah. isn't he? He shouldn't be there. It's almost like those straws that he chews mm. were going to be handy at some point as well. Like there was a few like nods. <laughs> nods yeah, to those. I mean, it's just a race against the clock. But now. like, like so, when they get on. get to American airspace, the 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 air force who are now sort of like flanking the plane, they get the the instruction take like take they, him down. It's, they do it's too dangerous. Take him down just as the missile is primed and ready to go. You get the the the, the parking lights. <laughs> Morse code. <laughs> Send the brake lights. A plane's brake lights here. Send nudes. Why is he, why is he what's going on? Yeah, right, right at that moment. And they realise that, oh, actually, they're on board. And oh, we'll give them another 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah they're like, please do not shoot us down because give we're us 10 all minutes. on board. If you can give us 10 minutes. They've Morse code this whole thing. It's amazing. <laughs> Wait till um, we're over a city before yeah. you shoot us down. <laughs> they, they're basically looking for a guy with something that can set the bomb off they're um, looking guy with an electronics device it's 1996 there isn't that many of them on the plane there's, there's, can you imagine eastern appearance we saw a guy with uh, at the start with a scion organizer mm. which totally uh, took me back to the bad old days of technology <laughs> the the semi touchpad keyboard screen where you could look at three lines of text that's clearly yeah of course i did that could clearly through some form of let's not quiz how they could but that could clearly set off bombs <laughs> clearly well, well the, the, another red herring because the the guy that kurt russell breaches the pr- plane early before the rest of the the commandos can do still it still in his tuxedo he's, no he's, he's got a hoodie on by this i think stage. he's got a hoodie over his tuxedo he, yeah. He, yeah potentially um 
and he he finds that the guy that he thinks is the sleeper who's got the the bomb detonator is actually just a diamond smuggler. And we know that when all what the diamonds the go, what are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> we knew he was up to something though, yeah. didn't we? He looks round the plane. And there's, there's the foreigner and it's like it's like guess who yeah. it's like, so he's like going like, okay, like yeah, white woman old uh, kid uh, like, yeah, oh, Arabic. oh that guy it's, it's <laughs> you and the guy's looking else. Yeah. the guy's like glaring back at him <laughs> yeah there is a firefight lots of on a plane yeah always good that the yeah, pressurized right. atmosphere okay, so is that a true thing yeah depressurizes right so so there's lots of like shooting and stuff a big hole opens up inside the plane some people on chairs get like sucked out at no point did i work out how the the pressure like stabilized itself they they went lower your kids um, gym teacher like went through (laughs) 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 just closed up the hole (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to plug a leak and save a sinking ship Homer Simpson style I don't remember how that was resolved either I, I, Dan, I, Dan, I, said, Dan said they dropped they, to they, low they, they, altitude, they dropped to oh, a yeah. an altitude, know, less than yeah. the altitude, altitude of Everest <laughs> and, and, then, and then cruised along Calmly. and Okay, uh, we're, we're getting to the end now, and and as most people imagine, things are starting to to look better and worse, and better and worse, and then finally better. As we get to the end, it's just absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you've got anything to to talk well, there, about before. There's then. no one to fly the plane at this point. Uh, yeah, right. Again, I, I have a question. So this like fucking black ops team, you would have thought, especially <laughs> seeing as they're going to go and do like a heist on a plane. Yeah. And yes, okay, there's two pilots on there, but you'd have thought like. Oh, why don't we throw in like Jimmy? Because he he knows how to fly planes. Yeah. So we'll throw him into the mix. Unless like Segal was that guy or one of the other guys. Yeah. But you'd think these guys would be fucking trained in this kind of stuff. But it's no, intuitive. They're going to. It's going to no, be the guys done, had a couple of. If you've done Microsoft Flight Simulator on Windows three point one, they all land yeah. from. You can land them automatically anyway. And and to be fair, they never. He even... might, so he makes a real fucking hash of it. Then, well, <laughs> so... flaps, flaps. They never even As... ask the, the passengers. Can anyone fly a plane? You know, might be that. a bit of panic ensued. I would volunteer, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've done it fucking loads. Let's have a go. Flying themselves. <laughs> Kurt Strading comes to the fore as he, he has to sweat to bring it home. And apparently the scene of him flying is really, really accurate. Like when he's, we've got to have the manual. We've got to, and he che- everything that he checks is exactly what you would do. So that is interesting. Airspeed, stall, flat. I was expecting gear. Leslie Nielsen to come with the car. <laughs> Just trying to tell you all good luck. <laughs> Um, or engage the autopilot. <laughs> so he he balls it up a little bit. It comes in too hot, doesn't he? And he has to ditch the kite on the prow. So it, hang on, doesn't he go in to land on the runway and then like realise he's overcooked it? So pulls up and then just memorise that there's another airfield like somewhere. It's where else. he was training. It's where he was training. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, that bit. By this time, I was like too busy. I was too in, in, engrossed and laughing uh, all at the same time. And then time. he. Manage, he, la- he comes in to land on this like uh, little out-of-town airfield and he singularly destroys most of that entire airfield because yeah. he goes through... All the pylons. All, yeah. all the pylons, all the other planes, plus something else, and then a huge sand speed bump, and then he eventually comes yeah, to a lot the of halt. collateral damage. Yeah, lots. Maybe not as... And, like, this bomb, at any point, like, that, you know, they're shit in their pants. That I mean, we didn't even go into the fact that they, they went through this whole rigmarole with the bomb and that turned out to be a fake because 
obviously someone they would have thought someone's going to be tampering with it in the luggage like mm. department or whatever anyway the bomb gets jostled around but doesn't explode and no. um and everyone's and the, okay. the little stick that he's been chewing the whole time yeah. comes in in useful just of at, course. The, at the um, right moment and then we get to see it's just it just made me laugh this bit at the end because the the sky cop um, who was in there, the policeman. With, oh, with yeah, the yeah, thing. yeah. The He'd obviously guy. got involved. And at one point, I think he saved Steven Seagal or Halle Berry by shooting... Definitely shoot- not Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> he died uh, halfway Kurt, through the film. Kurt Russell or, or Halle Berry. He died in the flashlight. To, and then he gets like three shots to the, gut, the gut. And he's done. Big he's, gut, though. He's done. Like, you know, you think, right, he's gone. No, later on, Halle Berry comes up to him. And she's got that look like... Ooh, you okay? Yeah. You okay, babe? Oh, you look like you got a couple of hour hours there, and he's and he's like, "Yeah, I'm okay." <laughs> it was just ridiculous. I've had worse gout. Yeah, it was like, "Oh, just good to see you, kids." And he's fucking. I was terrible. It's like you expect to see the the scarecrow. Oh, I loved you most, Mister Scarecrow. Like they were just all coming through. You know, everybody in the film who we just, yeah. "Oh, he's okay." Oh, that person's okay. And we don't actually get to see Kurt Russell have sex with Halle Berry, no. but that is definitely on the cards. Yeah. Well, they know because he says, I'm going to take you for a coffee. Uh, John Leguiza um, took his little camera round to Kurt's house afterwards and he shoved it through <laughs> the hole in the ceiling <laughs> and down. And there's this quality. It's, it's on the dark web. Was this a post-credit scene? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, it was oh, an extra Right to the end. Yeah, yeah. Real, really far to the end. Yeah. So, yeah, Kurt saved the day. The baddies got shot. The bomb didn't go off. Yeah, it's and another in the long tradition of all Middle Eastern people are terrorists. Yeah, Hollywood, it's so Hollywood fact. terrible. Hollywood terrible. facts yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, Hollywood facts. Um, yeah. According to John Leguizamo in his autobiography, Seagal, he's not just partial to beating his wife, he also attacks multiple people on set. <laughs> <laughs> Including Leguizamo, who'd laughed something Seagal had said, thinking it was a joke, but it wasn't. So Seagal just fucking elbowed him into a wall and had him pinned up against the wall. He's a fucking maniac. I thought it was all Zen and Buddhist, and like, no, he's a fucking violent thug. But Leguizamo also rubbed Kurt Russell up the wrong way with his constant improvisation. (laughs) Kurt Russell doesn't like that, and he said, no, just stick to the fucking script. And then there's the line in the film where he says, hope that smell doesn't give us away, which was improvised, and they had a fucking full on fist fight about it. <laughs> what about his feet? Was it when he takes his shoes off? Because Armo was a comedian at sort of like before he was an actor. Yeah, he's, he's a, a funny comedian. guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's like he can yeah, he's he's a he's an interesting actor. I like watching him in his because he, he can play likable mm. characters and really horrible. Like when he's like obviously Benny Blanco, like that's fucking that's his like nastiest nasty yeah. some of his nastiest work. And then you got Sid the Sloth in Ice. Sid the Sloth, yeah, he's really endearing. Mm. The did you catch the name of the uh, airline? Oh, Oceanic. Yeah, which is the l- same one as in Lost. So this exists Ooh. in the same universe oh, as Lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's not bollocks though, like Lost though. Really, Lost started really. Not well, got right? a great airline. <laughs> in <laughs> no, the world. Um, the, it's like Aeroflot. Yeah, the F fourteen Tomcats that went that were scrambled to follow them. They were real, like military, like it in seems service. A bit of a budget going in. Well, the budget was fifty five million US. Right, which that's big for the for time. ninety six. That's pretty, that's yeah, pretty yeah, lumpy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it made one hundred and twenty two million. So it did okay, did mm. all right. I completely passed me by this. Well, if you want to make up for that, Pete, there is a one tenth scale model of the seven four seven Oceanic, which you can see. It was used in the 
in this movie right but it's now sorry but it's got pan am decals on it that's hanging right. in the foyer of the airtel plaza hotel near van nuys airport so you can go and see that that's if you really want to go straight on my bucket list it's a yeah pilgrimage out there yeah. Yeah, yeah so i think we all enjoyed this didn't we? What, what did we yeah, yeah, yeah. i enjoyed it yeah i really fucking enjoyed it i mean it's, yeah. it's daft but yeah. it's of a time that i would have loved it at the time yeah and i loved i would have liked it even more if i'd known not known that Segal yeah didn't make it yeah because that, that was that that was quite uh yeah well, quite a shock 1996 when, when i mean we're, we're not spoiling it for anyone now so i a- would i would recommend this film i think this for if you're scratching around for an action film on a saturday night yeah you can do a lot worse than this i think it's it there's something happening the whole way through this film and I think it pitched the, the tension, the action and the it mystery just, a, just about right. I think we may have missed it because it came to mind as the same kind of time as, as we said, as a, as we've obviously got executive decision, then we've got Air Force One. And then I think there was like Passenger 50 so with Wesley Snipes. And I think there was like a, it seemed to be a big thing, uh, hijacking, uh. not so much now. I think that's, this is a good film for a midweek evening which is what it's supposed to be. And it's just an easy one to watch. But it's, the only problem is it is a bit longer than it should be by about an hour. <laughs> <laughs>